Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. I would love to do a Michael Jackson impression, but I already sound like that most of the time with this cracking voice. He's here, Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. Together, starting tomorrow, noon Eastern, every single weekday. Fitz and Harry coming at you, noon to 3 p.m. Eastern. Look at me. I remember the name of the show and everything. I'm but growing why up. are you looking me in my eyes like this? I, I just like, <laughs> like, like, like I'm longingly looking at you, Harry. That, you eye gaze Yeah, me. well, because you were doing a little, like, dance thing, and I was, like, appreciating it. But why like, are you looking at me like that, though? Well, like, I just You know what that is. No, like, no, no. That's just my natural look, man. I can't help that. I'm just, I, I walk in the room, and I'm sensual. Like, there's just no. <laughs> <laughs> my God, we've gotten off the rails, and it didn't even take a minute and a half. Uh, obviously, we got a lot to break down over the course of the weekend from a huge weekend in the NFL and a weekend that has left us stacked and ready for a final weekend with implications all over the place. So uh, to get some breakdown and some mindset of what to expect, Herm Edwards, coach, joining us now on the show. Uh, coach, always appreciate the time, my friend, and uh, I'm sorry about the sensual comment. I just feel like things are weird now. Uh, uh, we, we spent a lot of time yesterday watching these teams, and I'm trying to figure out what to make of a Miami team that, frankly, they lose a game, but they have their third-string quarterback in. So, you know, when you look at the Dolphins and the implosion without Tua, how are we supposed to judge? where they are right now. Very difficult. When you think about our league, the National Football League, I think there's only 12 teams that have actually played with their starting quarterback the whole season. Uh, That's not good when you think about that number, right? Only 12 guys have survived the whole season. And uh, when you look at certain teams, some have played with two quarterbacks due to injury. Uh, Some have played with three quarterbacks due to injury, benching, whatever it may be. And... uh, you know, when you have a quarterback, obviously uh, a starting quarterback, we always say this in the league, you got a chance. When, when you have guys like Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, I know they're a little bit older, uh, you have a chance. You start training camp going, we got a chance with these guys. And, and lo and behold, when you look at our league, I say that as a former player and a former coach, um, there are eight teams that are 8-8, eight and eight, and two of them are leading their division. And when you look at those eight and eight teams, there's a couple of them you don't want to play. <laughs> so that's how competitive this league is. And I heard you guys earlier talking about, well, it's a Super Bowl or bust for some of these teams. Uh, I, I think, and, and Harry knows this, he's, he's played in the league. You know the difficulty it is to, to even get to a Super Bowl? How hard that is? I was in this league for 35 years as a player and a head coach. I was on three championship teams. One as a player, we went to the Super Bowl. The other two as a coach, and we, we lost in the championship game. That's 35 years. 35 years. You know, we, we say every year, it's Super Bowl or bust for these teams. You know how hard it is to get there? I mean, we're talking about some 8-8 eight and eight teams right now. You don't want to play. That's a great point. Mm-hmm. Right? You, you, I mean, we, we, we talk about these 12 teams with 12 wins and 13 wins, and you're saying, yeah, and we see them lose. And you go, how does that happen? It's the NFL. That's what makes it so great. That's what's so compelling about this league. It's not who you play. It's how you play the day you play. I've said that my whole life, being a part of this league. And, and, and it's critical. Down the stretch now, we're looking at with one game left in the season, there's a lot of teams still trying to get in the playoffs. It's just a great atmosphere. Yeah, that's another reason why, Coach, I think that, you know, when the NFL went to that seventh team making the playoffs, it, it's been phenomenal because you see so many teams still in week 17, well, week 18 about to come, still scratching and clawing to get into the playoffs. 
Also, Coach, I think, I mean, you know this very, very well. When it comes to the playoffs and teams making a run, it's about how you enter the playoffs. Mm. If you're into the playoffs hot, no, no, no matter how you were in early in the year, if you're rolling, that's why I love the Jacksonville Jaguars playing their players yesterday because that's a team that's been playing phenomenal of late. Why would they sit their guys if, you know, Trevor Lawrence is on a roll, the receiving core is on a roll, the defense is on a roll, uh, the linebacker Foyer Lewikin is playing lights out. There's no reason to sit those guys. So now they're going into a game next week against the Tennessee Titans for all the marbles. But they didn't sit their guys. All their guys are playing. Right. And, and you know, and, and Coach Peterson said, he says, look, every game's important. And I've always said that. You know, the most important game is the game you're about to play. You don't worry about down the road how many games we got left, where we're at. You're trying to win a football game. Winning, winning is, a, is, a, is, a great, is a great elixir. When you win, boy, it just breeds confidence in your building. And, 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 you know, when you lose a game, all of a sudden, you've been on a winning streak. You know this, Harry. You lose a game, all of a sudden, it's like, hmm. You know, there's this thing about winning. Yep. And when you lose one game, you could have won like eight in a row. And all of a sudden, you lose a game, you go, oh, Philadelphia Eagles. Right? Yep. All right. Now, all of a sudden, they lost two in a row. It's like, you know, we're losing at the wrong time, boys. This is the wrong time to be losing games. I mean, you're trying to host – <laughs> the playoffs and everybody come to you. The three, uh, what the Super Bowls they've always gone to the Philadelphia Eagles. They've always hosted the championship game in Philadelphia. I know that for a fact. We beat the Dallas Cowboys in championship game. Went to the Super Bowl. If you look at the history of the Eagles, they've always hosted the game and the championship game at home because they had the best record. Now all of a sudden they lost two in a row. They got to win this week. Yeah. It's amazing insight coming from Herm Edwards. Uh, you're hanging out with us on Keyshawn, Jay Willemax, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, in for the guys. Uh, I want to look at the Giants for a second here, Coach, because you think about where they were a year ago and where they are now. Harry and I were talking earlier about how, you know, as much as we love talking about quarterbacks, we're in a world where coaching matters, system mm. matters. Yes. What has this staff been able to figure out to maximize the talent that they have with this roster? Well, I think, you know, systems are all based on the players you have. And, and some coaches realize that and some coaches don't. Some coaches think their system is about who they are. It's really not a matter of who you are, it's who the players you have. And you have to adjust your system. You know, you have to be very flexible when you go in, especially especially at the quarterback position. Uh, you may have this grand idea of what you want to do offensively. Okay, I want to do that. And you get there the first week or so and say, you know what? This quarterback can't do that. My job is to make this guy successful. Our, we're going to build our offense around who? The runner. The runner. I mean, the, the bottom line, the runner. Okay, what type of defense are we going to play? Who do we have on defense, right? Are we a zone team? We're a man team? We're a pressure team? What are we? And when you come to that conclusion, you say, this is the best way for us to win. And guess who else appreciates that? The players. The players can buy into a system that fits their skill set because you want them to be successful. If they're successful, you're successful. You, you got to get over this ego about this is what I, you know, I always follow, I always laugh when they hire a new coach. He's bringing in this system. Well, he's bringing in them system, but he ain't bringing in them players he just had. <laughs> okay, you, you can have this great system. Well, I was, you know, <laughs> I, I, mean, I had this great quarterback at this other place. Well, you, he ain't coming with you. <laughs> you know, you, you got the quarterback that you got. So w- what are you asking? When you look at the Denver Broncos, right? Mm. Nathaniel came from Green Bay, all right? Coaching Aaron Rodgers. 
Well, Russell Wilson's not Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson's a good quarterback. Is that system fit what Russell Wilson wants to do? Don't know that. Right? So it's, it's interesting when you look at how things work out. That's a great point, though, Coach. And I think a lot of people miss that. Because I was always under the assumption that, you know, great coaches tailor their system to their players' needs and their strengths, right? And they never try to exploit their players' weaknesses. And you have a lot of coaches out there still to this day, though, will sit here and say that my system works, it's proven, but at the same time, like Coach just mentioned, you might not have that QB. Or you might have had a veteran quarterback, but now you have a young quarterback, and now you need to groom them. Now you need to show them the way. Yeah, and you, Gary, make a great point because think about the Baltimore Ravens. You know, everybody beats up on the Ravens all the time. Well, they're not. Look, they've drafted their players. They have a system of how Coach Harbaugh wants to play, all right? And that's how they're going to play. Now, obviously, you, you lose Lamar Jackson, you're a little bit different now, right? You're just a little bit different because his ability to make plays with his legs, right? I mean, that, that, that's what they do. They're going to play defense. They're going to do this. They're going to stay the same. But they draft players to fit that, right? And, 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 and that's what you can't lose sight of. When you have a coach there for a long time, he's going he's gonna to draft players that fit his system. You're not going to try to change it. You know, all of a sudden, well, they don't score enough points. Well, when Lamar's in there, they actually score about 28 points a game. Now they're struggling to score points. Lamar Jackson's not there. Right? He's a big part of what they do. The Philadelphia Eagles. You know, everybody was hollering about Minshew. Yeah, Minshew, he's going to go in there. Okay, all of a sudden, you lose Hurst, and you look at the Philadelphia Eagles, they're third in the league in rushing. Well, a lot of it has to do with the quarterback because the quarterback's a part of their running game. Well, he's not in the offense now, and guess what? Now they're going back there throwing the ball all over the yard, and they're 0-2. It's interesting when you say that, Coach, because it makes me think about continuity, right? When we've talked before and we talk about the difference between good and bad teams, so much of it is continuity in the organization, within the front office with coaches. We've had continuity with the guy that everybody knows with Bel- Belichick and the Patriots. But at times this year, it hasn't looked particularly good. So what do we make of a, of a situation where the Patriots sitting on the precipice of the playoffs? I give them that. But Mac Jones hasn't necessarily taken this big step forward, and it feels like everything's been difficult for the Patriots this year. How do they fix that? Well, they fix it by the way they're playing, right, defensively. They're a defensive team. When, when, when Bill first got there, uh, and when I was with the Jets, actually, when he, when he first took over there, they were a defensive team. Allah comes in Tom Brady. They were a defensive team for a little while. As Tom Brady, you know, got used to playing and being the starter, right? Uh, we, we knocked Bledsoe out. I, I, that was the Jets head coach when, when we <laughs> knocked him out. And then comes Tom, Captain America. No one knew he was Captain America. And just Tom Brady's the guy who's running in the game. And, and they ran the ball and did a little play action, you know, and they had played good defense. Bill Belichick is always going to have a good defense, right? That, 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 that's his staple. He's going to make sure he's got a good defense. And, and that's what's carrying this team right now. Offensively, they, they go in spurts, but the defense keeps the score down. Look, a third of their points this season is due to the defense taking the ball away. Mm. A third of their points. Think about that. 122-something points because their defense has taken the ball away. And people are losing sight of that. You know, he's going to muddy the game up now. They just find a way. Okay, defense, well, how's it going to happen? We, we watched it yesterday. I said, oh, they're going to win. Hmm. They're going to win this game. I mean, just, and here again, the defense just, they, they win the game for them. 
You guys uh, can watch them across our content all day long. Herm Edwards, Coach, always appreciate your time. Happy, I love when happy, we have Coach yeah, Oliver. Pl- hey, make sure when you guys get on your show, you invite me to be on your show. You guys going to do a great job, man. Oh, man appreciate, appreciate you guys. That, appreciate you so much, right. Coach. Uh, Herm breaking it down. And the, the funny thing is, uh, what I love about talking, uh, we'll move on to Monday night in a second. Well, I want to say this. What I love about talking ball with you and with Herm is that you guys both understand the simplicity of the complexity. And what I mean by that is like, we we sit here with analytics and with fans and, and the way we look at everything, and we make everything in football complicated. And the number of times that I sit there and talk to you and to RC and to Orlovsky and to Herm, and you talk to certain guys and you just realize, like, there's a simplicity to this. Are my coaches looking at my players and putting them in good situations? Are the smart people figuring out how to do the best things they can with everybody, with all the talent around them? There is a simplicity to that. And one thing that you both talked about in the very beginning in this Super Bowl or bus conversation is that it takes so many things. So many things have to break the right way. And, and I love what Herm said. It's not who you play. It's how you play on the day you play, right? Yep. But then factor in the luck that's involved with that. Like, is it snowing out? Is it raining out? Is there some sort of weird factor to this? Did is the there, ball not bounce? Is there an injury? Did, did somebody wake up and, like, not feel the best? Like, there are so many variables. And it's the reason that, like, when I put just my plain hat on, not I work for ESPN, my fan hat on, so many fans that are stuck in a Super Bowl or best bust mentality are missing the best years of fandom. Because when all you care about is whether or not you win a Super Bowl, you are not enjoying a 13, 14, and 3 season. You are not enjoying every single Sunday because you only care about one Sunday a year. You're basically making the five months that you sit there banking on all of this completely useless. I just won't do that anymore in life because <laughs> like, if that's, if that's a mentality, then there have actually been years that Patriot fans in their run were disappointed because they lost the Super Bowl. And they'll look back on that run later and be like, man, I should have enjoyed well, that whole run. I'll tell run. you, it's, it's crazy because... In- Coach brought up a great point in his 35 years of, of coaching. And in my 10 years of playing, I never had an opportunity to play for a Super Bowl. And it's crazy because I started playing football around age six or seven. And, you know, when you're a little kid, that's always the common goal. That's what you strive for. You strive to make it to a Super Bowl and contend and win one. Uh, that That's the ultimate prize. But when you play for so long and do things for so long, there's coaches out there that have coached 30-plus years and probably never been to a Super Bowl. It's players out there that, that have played 13, 14 years and never had an opportunity. I played with Tony Gonzalez, the greatest tight end of all time, and he didn't really have a chance to contend for a Super Bowl until he came with us in Atlanta. And the year that I'm talking about, 2012, when we lost an NFC Championship game to the San Francisco 49ers, and we went 13-3, and three, those were his greatest chances of, of all the years that he played in the National Football League to have a chance to – Contend and win a Super Bowl. But that's the ultimate goal. That's what you play for. But people don't understand how difficult it is to do it. And it can be the goal. And it's every fan's goal to watch a Super Bowl. And that can be the standard that we're all looking for. But you got to enjoy the journey. You got to find a way to enjoy the journey. Two teams that are enjoying the journey will face off tonight in a massive, and I mean massive, Monday night football battle between the Bengals and the Bills. It's time for the Monday night football preview brought to you by Progressive Insurance. I thought we had a little music there. I didn't know. We do. (laughs) Look at that. I thought we had music coming in. I'm sorry. Doing yeah, a great job. Uh, by the way, I want to give the guys behind the scenes a ton of credit. Yates, Pat, Nuno coming in today. Uh, it, it's been great. We've been on this show a lot over the last week, yep. promoing our show that launches tomorrow. They've done a great job of handling our, our uh, wild energy, let's say it that way, oh, no. uh, as we've had a great time. Uh, tonight, Monday Night Football. 
we talk all the time about Heisman moments. We talk about how you need that defining moment where somebody comes out and gets that win that everybody for the rest of the year says, oh, that's our Heisman winner, right? That's what we wait for. Tonight, Buffalo at Cincinnati, this feels like an MVP moment. Whether it's Josh Allen or it's Joe Burrow, this is two guys that are going to come into this game and say, this is my AFC. This is my conference. This is my team. You got two teams and you got a Buffalo defense that has not played as well over the last few weeks as they want to, taking on a Bengals offense that is as unstoppable as any uh, offense in the league. This is that moment. Like, if you're Burrow, go go shine. Go be Burrow. Go win that MVP. Yeah, and I think it's more so when you look at the MVP race, I think it's more so a moment that can be could be had by Joe Burrow more so than Josh Allen. Uh, when you look at a guy in Joe Burrow and those guys winning nine of the last ten games and how he was out with, without Jamar Chase and Joe Mixon but still kept everything afloat, how he – you know, he's beaten Patrick Mahomes three of the last three times that they've played. He doesn't care who's on the opposing sideline. He walks around with this, you know, this bravado that he is that dude, and that's and his teammates believe that. A guy that was sacked in nine games versus the Tennessee Titans in the playoffs last year but still found a way to, you know, have great body language, you know, still instill the confidence in his players and have the confidence in himself that he was going to be able to get the job done. I think this is going to be a big game tonight for Joe Burrow. And if he goes out there and throws for 350-plus and three or four touchdowns and win or win in, in, in a convincing fashion, uh, you, have, you have to consider some things. Yeah, well, and look, this is when everybody gets up in our mentions about Mahomes. I don't think you or I, either one, are disrespecting Patrick Mahomes. Uh, as a Raiders fan, I watch him absolutely destroy my gene- dreams twice a year. I, I, but I can't change the fact that we sort of normalize certain levels of greatness. We've done this with LeBron in the NBA for years. Yeah. We're so used to seeing Mahomes do things that only Mahomes can do that now people take it for granted. Should they? No. Do I have an MVP? No. Uh, vote? No. If I did, would I consider Mahomes? Yes. But when you talk about the way the MVP is considered, uh, so many people are looking for that like one crown crowning moment. The, you, you know, you hang your hat on this. And as much as I think Mahomes has those week in and week out, we're just so used to it. It doesn't hit the same anymore. You know, that, I, I can't. I can't help that. You know what I want to see tonight in this ball game, though, because uh, the way the Bills like to throw the football, I can see the the Bengals going to a too high shell and trying to you know trying to take the take the pass game away and make Josh Allen methodically work the football down the field. They have to be consistent with the run game and keep their you know foot on the gas pedal when it comes to it as well. They did a great job versus the Chicago Bears. Now, granted, the Chicago Bears struggle against the run, but I thought, I thought the Bills did a great job with their running backs, uh, along with Josh Allen, are staying committed to the process, staying committed to the run game. I want to see if they can do that tonight versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I also think the Bills need to get some of these types of wins. Like, organizationally, yeah. the Bills have lost games that you sit there and say, how the hell did that happen against great teams? At some point, I'm not saying that creeps into the mindset, but it just feels like it becomes part of the identity. We talked earlier about identity. It's like, man, it's just wild, weird ways to lose these football games. If you're the Bills, you still have a real shot at the number one overall seed. Obviously, it's gonna take a little. You need a little help. Need a little love along the way. But when you got something to to play for that that is that important, we said earlier. I don't think anybody needs home field advantage more. Nobody benefits more from home field advantage in all of the playoffs to me than the Buffalo Bills would. When you got that to play for, man, you got to come out and show everybody that the Bills are still the big boy in the AFC and. 
you know, the tackling has been bad over the, over the course yep. of the last month. The tackling has been bad. You cannot miss tackles against the Bengals and win football games because this is not just Amar Chase. Like, T. Higgins would be a number one anywhere. He is not a number one for this offense, which means he's a better number two than almost anybody has. We did the wide receiver rankings that became quite controversial. There's a reason that, that I had the Bengals at, obviously, jokingly, number two. Uh, but the Bengals have the best <laughs> wide receiver room in the league. They like the, So, to me, this is a real test for the Bills, and this is a real chance to go out and assert your dominance and say, no, we'll do it. And to that end, establishing the run becomes even more important for Buffalo because you want to keep them off the field. Yeah, of course. When you have that three-headed monster at the wide receiver position and T. Higgins and Tyler Boyd and Jamar Chase, you're not just going to sit up there and be like Steve Spagnuolo, the defensive coordinator for the, for the Kansas City Chiefs, and say, you know what, we're going to play man coverage all day long. Like, why would you do that to yourself? So if I'm looking at – you know, Leslie Frazier and how he's going to, you know, try to dictate this football game from a defensive perspective, he's going to try to force the Cincinnati Bengals as well to to run the football. And Joe Mixon and some RG Ryan and those guys, and Pete Ryan has really stepped up when Joe Mixon went out. Now, we're going to see uh, – who's missing for the offensive line for Cincinnati? Is it Collins? Uh, Collins is out, Collins, yeah. Collins is out. I want to see from that side of things – how the, how the Cincinnati Bengals, how they're going to be in regards to protecting Joe Burrow because we do know they like, they like to pass the football. Yeah, but, but Burrow at this point to me is like, he's Batman. He gets beat up a lot, but then somehow he goes into the back end and he's fine. Like, Never it just wavers. doesn't matter. There are certain quarterbacks that seem to, to come back. Like, if you, if you wanted to have a slap fight with one quarterback, Joe Burrow wouldn't be the guy because you could slap him as hard as you want and he'd just look at me like, all right, let's do that again. It's just the way he takes hits and keeps coming – and doesn't seem to be concerned by the action at his feet is really wild to me. Joe Burrow uh, playing lights out. That game tonight, obviously, you don't want to miss it. 8.30 p.m. Eastern on uh, ESPN Monday Night Football matchup. The Bills at 12-3, and taking on the Bengals 11-4. and Everything is on the line. Drivers who switch and save with Progressive save nearly 700 bucks on average. Call or click today and find out if they can save you hundreds on car insurance. All right, two guys that we always talk about, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers. Brady has stamped his passport. He is headed to the playoffs. Rodgers needs a win on Sunday, and he would be in. So the question is, which of those old farts, as said is the old fart in the room on this show, do you have more faith in? We'll answer that question. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only, exclusions apply. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors. I do, you do, we all do. 
big, small. And when we keep them bottled up, as I sometimes have had happen in the past, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who have experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, ESPNU, Sirius XM, Channel 80, and the ESPN app. But instead, it's a sneak peek. Fitz and Harry starts tomorrow, noon to 3 Eastern, on all those places I just mentioned. You can hang out wherever you watch ESPN, and the ESPN app will be there, too, if you want to see our purdy faces. But we'll be across ESPN Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 80, starting tomorrow. <laughs> purdy. Purdy. Noon to 3 p.m. Eastern. Every single day. Uh, is it Super Bowl or bust? Triple eight. Say ESPN. 888-729-3776. That's the way you get in on the conversation. And part of that conversation is based on expectations, Harry. And sometimes certain brands carry with them higher levels of expectations. Two of those brands, Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers, coming into every season. Now, about a month ago, it looked like both of them were dead in the water. Now, we sit in a world where Tom Brady has already punched his playoff passport and now Aaron Rodgers, as I just said in SportsCenter, is in a win-and-get-in situation for the Lions. So, as we look at two quarterbacks, we know they can beat anybody. The question is, going into the playoffs, which of those, uh, which of the old guys scares you more? Ooh, this is a tough one because both of these quarterbacks have, have been phenomenal throughout their careers. But if you're just looking at this season, um, statistical, Tom Brady is having a better season passing the football. But they lack a run game. So it's kind of, I won't say it's by default. They have to pass the football more because of the lack of run game. You look at Aaron Rodgers and how the team has built this season and how long it took the wide receivers to get on board, Christian Watson, Romeo Dobbs, and the rest of those guys and company, Sammy Watkins, who's no longer with them, as long as um, Amari Rodgers, who's no longer with them as well, it took a while for those guys to get going, right? So the makeup of their team was, you know, run the football effectively, play great defense. The problem is that they kind of, you know, deterred from running the football and then the defense wasn't playing great. But then this four-game win streak, that has been the case. The run game has been phenomenal and the defense has been phenomenal as well. So when you look at it, but you look at you look at the playoffs and who they can potentially be matched up with, I think it's all about matchups. And if you look at Aaron Rodgers, if he's going against the Minnesota Vikings between the two quarterbacks, because it looks like potentially the uh, the – Tampa Bay Buccaneers will be going against Dallas. If I'm taking – if you have Aaron Rodgers going against the Minnesota Vikings and Tampa Bay and Tom Brady going against the Dallas Cowboys, I'm going to like Aaron Rodgers in that case because, number one, we just seen that matchup. But not only Aaron Rodgers, I like the team in that case as well versus the Minnesota Vikings in which we've seen this year and had so many questions about the defensive side of the ball and how uh, lacking they are in those regards. It t- it's This is that weird moment where – I think there are multiple layers to one question. Like, 
Okay, I, uh, you never want to not be scared of Tom Brady. I'm not an absolute yeah. moron, right? But like Rex said earlier, do I want to ever play Tom Brady? No. Do I want to play the Bucks in the playoffs? Hell yeah. yeah. Sign me up for that all day. The Bucks aren't good. Like I know that they're about to, they won their division. They're going to the playoffs. Cool. That does not mean they are a good football team. But it's a game of matchups, though. And right. That, that's what I want. That's people, fair. That's I want fair. people to understand because the Green Bay Packers can go on a run, but not if they're going to meet the damn San Francisco 49ers. Of the, the first time they're playing. Well, and the Packers scare me more than the Bucks do. Not that Aaron Rodgers scares me more than Brady, but the Packers are a better overall football team. Correct. And like, I just feel like this is the pillar I keep dying on right now is that while I understand quarterbacks are what we all care about, like the 49ers, be very clear, are not winning football games simply because of their quarterback. No disrespect to Brock Purdy. They are winning he's football hurt, games. He's not hurting them either, though. He's not hurting them. But they're winning football games because they have a great roster and that quarterback happens to be playing well yep. enough for them to win football games. Like, to your point that we've said all day, I'm, I'm not disrespecting Aaron Rodgers, but man, the Packers are running the ball really well. And I've been tough on Brian Gutekunst, the GM of the Packers, for not putting enough offensive talent around. And guys that I trust that cover the team will look at it and say, yeah, but he's done a really nice job with defensive talent. That is showking up on that side of the field. Like, they're a talented, well-coached, good team on the defensive side of the ball. So I I keep looking at the Packers overall and saying the the answer here is simple. I wouldn't want to play the Packers because the Packers are a better football team today, even though their their playoff uh, spot isn't locked in. I think the Packers-Lions matchup is really actually quite interesting because the Lions' defense is an abomination. It's hot garbage. It's trash. It's awful. But the Lions' offense can score on anybody. So now the strength of this Packers team, their ability to play good defense, is going to be tested by the Lions. That becomes a really interesting matchup for me. And here's the thing. When you look at the Green Bay Packers and who who they could potentially be matched up with, I don't think they will want to be matched up. Just say hypothetically – uh, the Philadelphia Eagles had the two seed. I don't think they want to be matched up with the Philadelphia Eagles with, with Jalen Hurts and those guys. I, I don't think that's a good matchup for the Green Bay Packers. But then also the San Francisco angle of things, who's been the one team the last three or four years that has been the kryptonite for the Green Bay Packers? After being 13-3 and three and, you know, you know, being in certain situations in the playoffs, it's been the San Francisco 49ers. It, yeah, so it, that's that has not been a great matchup. For Green Bay over the years, the last four or five years, when it comes when it has come to the playoffs. No, and, and look, we're going to do this tomorrow on the debut of our show. We've done it on this show before. We'll do the playoff committee we'd like to do on Tuesdays oh, yes. where we try and figure out who the best team in the NFL is. I, I, I just have a hard time. Look, I know the Raiders put up 500 yards on the 49ers. But my God, the, the 49ers don't have a fatal fall. Brock, I, it's fair to start off by saying, I question whether Brock Purdy can win a Super Bowl. I think it's fair to say uh, we have no idea who this kid is. It's also yeah. fair to say the more he's asked to do, the more he's handling what he's been asked to do. So the 49ers have answered him. I don't think anybody wants, like when we have these cliche conversations, who's the team you don't want to face in the playoffs? The answer to that is the 49ers. The answer to that is the Chiefs. The answer to that is the Bills. It's not the Packers or the Buccaneers. I, I'm just saying, in, in my mind, I'll, I'll go with the favorites on that. We've been asking you all morning, Super Bowl or bust, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776, 888-729-3776. A bunch of you guys on hold. We'll let you take it over as we try and identify Super Bowl or bust teams on Keyshawn, J. Will and Max, Harry Douglas, Jason Fitz, in for the guys.
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today. The number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus! Electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome, so you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's L-E-C-T-R-I-C-E-B-I-K-S.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. The Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max Podcast. It's Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio. ESPNU, Sirius XM Channel 80, the ESPN app. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. Harry, you know, last year I played in so many fantasy football leagues. I know you're not a big fantasy football guy, but can I tell you, you don't this? Know that. As my you don't friend, you don't know who want to sponsor me. You've been telling people I'm not a big fantasy guy. Yes, I am. Okay, okay. You know what? Yes, I am. Now, fine. I know you're riveted by my friend, my friendly fantasy football story here. <laughs> this year, I, I, everybody that came to me and said, play in my fantasy league. And, and I just decided I was tired of losing money. So I took the, the fees that I would usually pay for every one of these leagues, and I instead div- uh, donated it to the Humane Society because that's... That's my like charity. I love helping animals. So I donated it to the Humane Society. But I was in one dynasty league that I had to keep because I've been like I, I paid the fee. I've, I've made the commitment to be in it year in and year out. Mm-hmm. I had to keep that one league. I uh, I drafted fairly well because I cover college sports. I felt pretty good about that. Right. I am in my fi- my championship game. I've made it to the championship game in the lone group that I am in. I've made it to the championship game. I walk into tonight's game. Yep. I am trailing by 16 points total. He, my my adversary, all of his uh, players have played. He is done. I have one player left to play, and that one player is Josh Allen. I need Josh Allen to win me 16, 16 points, and I win a sizable amount of money for me. So I am, I am. That's uh, important. Yeah, it, it's so I, you know, it's I need the, my cut. What, what, I, I don't think so. The funny thing is, we were watching yesterday. With What's the, the show called? Harry and Fitz. Right, it's Fitz and Harry. Oh, Look, okay. he doesn't. Can somebody clip that off? He well, got. I, I purposely. did I know, that. but still, clip it off out of context where it says, "What's the show called?" I so I, it's, uh, it's uh, Fitz and Rogers. Right? Fitz and Rogers. <laughs> uh, Fitz and uh, no. So, so we're married work wise. Wow. Because we, we we have a show together, bro. Like we do everything together. We sleep so like we're like sleeping need, in separate need, bedrooms, need, married, or we like. I need my. This is what going off the rails. 
<laughs> I need my fifty percent cut. I need my cut. I need half. <laughs> I, I, I thought we'd get which to mine our first... is yours. Which yours is mine. Okay, well that that's fair. Because wait, wait, wait. What's what's yours is mine? Because I've seen your car, buddy. It is uh... after we okay started the after, partnership. Okay, okay. That's <laughs> look at that. They're playing the, the nuptials. Mediocracy. Why do, we both know which one of us is wearing the dress in this too. God. Didn't work out for me. All right. We sure We're taking do. your calls. Triple eight say ESPN eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six Super Bowl or bust if we still work here tomorrow. Uh Bills, uh Corey in New York. Bills fan. I am interested from the Bills perspective. Been good a lot of years. For a Bills fan, Super Bowl or bust. Where are you, Corey? Hey guys, it's pre- I appreciate you getting on the the line. Hi Fitzy. All right. Thanks for calling, brother. Um, I have a question for Fitzy, but my first take is the Bills that I think it is Super Bowl bust. They get it there every year, and this year has to be the year. Um, this year, Allen is playing lights out, like MVP level, and I think they got the weapons, they got the defense. I think it, it's this is the year. It has to be. Yeah, I, I totally love the take. What's your question, brother? Um, it's an off-topic question, but Fitzy, uh, I know you uh, did a lot of uh, a bowl games, and I want to know what the – you did the mayonnaise bowl, and how, I just want to know your your scenes or whatever. How how does it feel to get drenched with mayonnaise on you? Look, I've had more things poured on me in my time at ESPN than I can ever imagine. Corey, thanks for the call. Nothing's worse than when Mike Gullick Jr. dumped an entire, I mean, buckets, buckets of orange juice all over that me was last year, right? at the Orange Bowl. Yeah, yeah they, Mike um, decided that it would be. We, we had we had a bit of a we had a bit of a like a trivia match. I lost the trivia match. <laughs> I think I still think he paid off somebody with uh, some extra green to get the answers. Did you know that? Did you know that caller? No, no. No. They call you Fitzy, so I no, thought y'all, okay. had, like, I thought y'all had like a relationship, yeah, that y'all known each other, a friendship. What you trying to give him part of my my, my like you are? No, I thought, thought y'all had a friendship since he called you Fitzy, so I. You know, now look at this. He's territorial on me. We haven't even actually. Now he's like, oh, who's that? Mm, calling you Fitzy. Mm, Ryan in Texas. Ryan, uh, what you got, man? Thanks for calling the show. Super Bowl or bust? What, what, what are your thoughts? Who you got? A uh, Super Bowl or bust is definitely the Cowboys. The guy that y'all had on earlier that said uh, Dallas was playing with house money, I disagree. As soon as Sean Payton was available, that house money went out the door and the pressure of getting to a Super Bowl was huge. Uh, so I think it's Super Bowl bust for Cowboys. I really think the Chiefs and the Bills are the only other two. The Bengals, I don't necessarily agree. I agree with what you said earlier, Jason, about they have some time. They've, they're they kind of enjoying house money, really. And uh, congratulations on getting to sleep in tomorrow. And when we get some fit uh, and Doug Harry merchandise, get it out on Twitter. I'm sure we'll buy it. Oh, that makes you That's the call right there. That 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 is the best fan of the month. Brought to you by Dr Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice cold Dr Pepper. The one fans deserve. Yes, we are going to have some Fitz and Harry swag. Yes, we are going to get it. In fact, we're going to find a way to get it to people that call in that we love their calls on. So we'll find a way to make sure that uh, we're community for everybody. I do think it's interesting, real quick here, because. I understand for the Bills. If not now, then when? I understand that frustration. Mm -hmm. But the Cowboys, like, I get the concept that because you're the Cowboys, it's always Super Bowl or bust. I get that, truly. But when's the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl? Like, so then every year's a bust. Like, it's just weird. Here's the thing for me. The last 10 years, and this was my take on it. The last 10 years, the Cowboys have won two playoff games. 2015, uh, man, I can't remember the last year. Uh, 2015 and maybe 2017, if I'm not mistaken. I'd have to look it up. I think it was those are the years, right? But two in the last ten. And they're struggling to get out of the first round. So how do we jump from, 
you know, struggling to get out of the first round to automatic, automatically Super Bowl a bus. That, that's that's what I've been trying to figure out. Yeah, I, and I don't so along with the Cowboys. I don't think there's any easy way. Like, I mean, the Cowboys in the last, however, in in my lifetime, I believe the Cowboys have three road playoff game wins total. Mm-hmm. They'd have to they'd have to match that this year to get to the Super Bowl. Like, it's just, it's tough. Like, and it speaks to, okay, I understand the concept of Super Bowl above, but bust, but context matters to that, right? Like, if you are sitting in a situation, now this could all change. If the Cowboys win and the Eagles lose this weekend and all of a sudden the Cowboys find themselves with home field advantage, maybe we have a different conversation. But if you're telling me that a wild card team's real answer this year is Super Bowl or bust, I just think that's a tremendous amount of, like, it, it loses the context and the conversation to the path they'd have to go through to win that Super Bowl. Well, it's just crazy to me that weekend, I mean, year in and year out, we always talk about the Cowboys in the Super Bowl when it's, they struggle to get out of the first round. Yeah, I mean... Like, it, it makes no sense to me. They yeah. st- literally struggle to get out of the first round. Travis in Ohio. Travis, what you got on the Bengals? Are they a Super Bowl or bust team now? Oh, no, they're all Super Bowl. They're going to have a good franchise uh, quarterback for quite a while. By the way, entertaining show, plus in front of it. You guys rock. Happy New Year. Thank you so much. Cincinnati is, setting, Cincinnati is starting to set a standard for the AFC to follow. Tom Brady, his team came. He, you know, he's still the man. He ain't gone yet. But the Bengals are setting the standard, and everybody's watching. Remember, they got to play us. We don't have to play them. Oh, Ooh. oh, Travis with a mic drop on the way out the Ooh. door. Like, look, but you know what? There is a moment. What he just said there, the one thing, and this is the reason teams go for it all the time in the draft. When you have a young quarterback that is a star, you are set as a roster for the next 10 years at least. So if you're Mahomes, if you're Allen, if you're Burrow, if you're Lamar, if you're one of the best that, that, that is playing in that, so your team should be set at that position, at the most important position in sports for a decade. That has to change the way you feel about the urgency of it, Harry, because you know that you've got a guy you're going to constantly be competitive with. Yeah, but when you have a quarterback, you have a chance. You always have a chance. And that's why I'd say with Patrick Mahomes, it doesn't matter who he has throwing the football to. Now, he never lost his number one in Travis Kelsey, but – when you look at a guy like Patrick Mahomes, he's going to have a chance because he's a phenomenal quarterback. And right now, I think the best one in the National Football League. You look at Joe Burrow, you're going to always have a chance. He doesn't give a damn who he's playing. You look at Josh Allen, you're going to always have a chance because he's going to put everything on the line to go along with that rocket arm. And But rushing the football as well, Lamar Jackson, you're going to always have a chance. Justin Herbert, to be determined because this is the first time he's going to be able to make the playoffs. We're going to be able to see if what he's able to do with it. Jalen Hurts, I think you're going to always have a chance because his progression from the quarterback position as a passer. Think about the fact that we spend constantly, we spend time trying to figure out why the 49ers may not be that great because we don't love their quarterback situation. We will constantly find a reason to make Justin Herbert and the Chargers great because we love their quarterback position. We weigh that one position so much that it changes the way everything is skewed. One thing I can assure you, starting tomorrow afternoon, Fitz and Harry coming at you noon to 3 p.m. Eastern every single day on ESPN Radio. We've loved getting to hang out for Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. The guys will be back tomorrow. We want to say thanks to everybody in the staff that's given us the time to be able to do this, all of you that have taken the chance to listen. Uh, and we hope that you'll give us a shot starting tomorrow, noon to 3 Eastern, in the ESPN app on SiriusXM Channel 80, across ESPN Radio, all across the country. He's Harry Douglas. I'm Jason Fitz. We genuinely appreciate the time you've given us. Happy New Year. We hope you'll hang out with us starting tomorrow. In the meantime, Harry's going to be on First Take. Thanks for listening to us on ESPN Radio. Thanks for listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. 
Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.